Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz, and I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Yeah, this uh, Anthony, your your comment basically sums it up. Bad team, but needed that game. Yeah, they had to win that game. Absolutely needed to get those two points. That's a team that you are so much better than. And uh, hey, they went out and took care of business. They did exactly what they needed to do. Um, Carter Hart played his game. A bunch of guys who needed goals got goals. I mean, I haven't seen uh, that many. Uh, Lawton gets his first or his second of the year, his first since he's come back. Right? Or no, he had one on Wednesday, but he got another one kind of get him going. Uh, great setup by Niskanen to spring him. Uh, Ghost, of course, first game back from uh, from the scratchings. He gets a goal on the power play, which is pretty big as well. Um, yeah, Hayes gets another one, so he's got three in his last six games, and JVR breaks that, you know, season-long goal-scoring drought, basically. I told you he was going to get one. Now it's about building. Uh, now it's about putting up, uh, now it's about putting up goals in a, in a couple of games here. He's got an opportunity tomorrow, um, to keep this thing going. You know, they're right back at it. They're at Montreal at three o'clock tomorrow, so it's another early uh, mid-afternoon start for the Flyers, and if you're looking for somewhere to watch that game, to watch that game against Montreal, hey, why not? Uh, why not give Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern a shot? That's right, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, right there in the Wildwood Crest in Wildwood, New Jersey. It's my favorite bar at the whole Jersey Shore. My favorite place to watch a game down there. Uh, easy to get to from all the shore points. Really easy to get to from. Uh, anywhere in the Delaware Valley, if we're being honest. And I, I just love the food there. love the staff. Good beer selection. Uh, can't say enough about Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. And, of course, it all starts with the owner, Timmy Fitz. Timmy Fitzpatrick, he's just hes just the man. He's always there making sure that food is hot and that beer is cold. And he is a huge hockey fan. The game will be on, as will pretty much any game you can imagine. There are big sports people in there. So give it a shot. Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. Can't put it over enough. All right, let's talk about this game, fam. Uh, yeah, a bunch of a bunch of the guys who needed to score did. Again, Carter Hart. What was his final tally? Uh, where'd you go, Carter? Carter. Uh, Thirty-two with thirty-three. Yeah, that was the other thing. It's not like they flat out dominated the uh, the Red Wing. Obviously, they did on the scoreboard. They killed them. Um, but there were parts of this game where Detroit was threatening. I think late in the third, they showed the scoring chance total, and it was like 20 to 17 in favor of Detroit. So uh, Carter Hart absolutely need, uh, absolutely stepped up at the times he needed to, especially uh, especially in that first period when Detroit had 13 shots to the Flyers' nine. Um, you know, uh, they kill off two more – was it two more penalties today? Or three. Yeah, they kill off three penalties today, so that was huge. Um, just good all-around effort, I would say. Good good team win against a team that you absolutely had to beat. This wasn't a, oh, well, you know, it's early. No, you should just kill the Red Wings. They are terrible, and they don't have Mantha. You know, it, it's not even, okay, well, yeah, then Mantha had a couple of really awesome plays, and it was close, and they won it. Or, no, none of that. Didn't even have that excuse. You had to kill the Red Wings, and you did. Uh, that's really it. So if you can't tell, I'm at the Borgata again every Friday night. I'm at the Borgata during football season. I engineer a radio show from in front of the Gypsy Bar. Uh, so if you're at the, if you're in Atlantic City, say between I don't know 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow, come say hi. Uh, but let's uh, let's get to all you guys. Let's just see what you have to say. Shirt is fire, Bill. Yeah, this is the Bernie shirt with the mask. 
is from Biscuit Tees. BiscuitTees.com. Check it out. They're really cool. 6-1 win with Drew off the scoreboard. When was the last time? That's a great question. That's something I would love to um, – that's something I would love to go down their uh, their box scores for. It's not like they score six a lot, so I don't think that would be too hard to find. But uh, hockey reference, I might be giving you a visit when this thing's all over. JVR needed it. Ghost needed it. Hayes needed it. Yeah, everybody needed to uh, get on the scoreboard tonight who's been who've been hurting to do so, and they did. You know, Hayes has three in his last six. He's starting to produce again. Um, JVR, we're just waiting for those floodgates to open. I still think he's getting to 25 this year. Just needs 20 more, you know? Just needs 20 more. Three regulation wins. How about it? Voracek, three assists. Nice game for Jake. It seems like uh, that move, the uh, the line shuffle has really worked for Voracek. Flyers win and aren't charging fees. Not used to this. Those fees, man. Like, I tweeted earlier today, 25%, unless your sale is, uh, if your sale is less than 25% off, it's not a sale. This this ticket fees thing is a joke. First of all, the fees to begin with, you're buying the tickets directly from the team, all right? And the game, assuming it's a home game, is going to be played in a building the team owns. What are these fees? What are they going towards? What is the purpose of them? They're just, we're stealing from you fees. They're, our tickets actually just cost more than we say fees. That's all it is. It's a joke. This team really missed Lawton, and that shows when he is in the lineup, a true workhorse. Uh, that I, I really – I was um, skeptical of him on the third line in terms – and uh, putting him with, uh, with with Hayes. Wasn't really sure about the fit there, but I like uh, the, those guys and Farabee together. I really like Lawton's energy. Uh, hopefully he keeps that up. And uh, JVR gets on the board, but do you just bump him up right away? I don't know. That line seems to be clicking. It seems to be working. So keep it going a little maybe. Bill Clement calling JVR shot. I mean, everyone was kind of saying, yo, JVR, it's time. Niski taking one off the face and coming back uh, and looking like a beast. Matt Niskanen has been, so far, their best uh, their best offseason acquisition. He's been uh, – hell. I, I've really liked Hayes. I have really liked Hayes, and I believe Braun has done a really good job on the penalty kill, which he was brought in to do. Um, but Niskanen is just – Filling the role of that steadying force veteran defenseman. Plays in all situations. Like you said, uh, Beast today after taking one off the face comes out. Gets two, what do you have, three assists and two of them were with the face mask on. So, yeah, gets that play started for Couturier's goal. That's a huge goal. Look at, look at, how, um, look at how Detroit started that third period. And it's like, yeah, because we broke their backs at the end of the second. Most points of any team in November with a game to go. I mean, that number is a little deceiving. They have played 15 games this month. They're going to play their 16th tomorrow, but they're winning. They're winning. They're extracting points out of some of their losses. Uh, They've had a couple disappointing loser points, absolutely. But um, I think the arrow is pointing up for this team. It's their best start in a long time. I think they're playing the best as a team like they've played. Like even, you know, 2011-12 2011-12 when they were good, you know, it, it, it was it was Hartnell, Yager, and Giroux. That was it, carrying the freaking team. Um, and obviously, the we got some good efforts out of young kids. Like Matt Reed was scoring shorthanded goals and Sean Couturier shutting down one season stuff at 18, sure. But it's still like this is the best uh, team game I've seen this team play in a long time. Not just tonight. I'm just their game. In November, I think, is the best they've played as a team in a while. 
I like rotating these D-men. Gives them extra incentive to get back in the lineup. Go scored tonight. Yeah, Iron Ghost is going to score regardless. I think it's good that he got one. He needed it coming back in the lineup. Hopefully that helps him restore some confidence. Um, I don't love the rotation of the D-men, but it's working. Um, I don't think it's a permanent thing. I think you need your six, and those are the guys we go, you know, we go out with every single night. If you play a bad game, you can stay in the lineup, so you're not pressing. If you have a bad period, you're not, oh, my God, I have to do so much in the second and third to stay in the lineup. I just think that's um, that's counterproductive. But it's working right now, and while they figure out what they're doing with this defense, with this defensive rotation, while guys kind of play their uh, – well, kind of guys kind of play their way into permanent spots. I think it's fine. Got to admit, first period made me nervous. They looked like a team that ate Thanksgiving dinner. We scored more than two. All it took was a game against Cal Pickard. Was that his, um, that was his first game in the NHL this year? I, I have, listen, Cal Pickard, good for you, man. You're scratching out a living. It's not like you're shit. You're between the best league and the second best league in the world or best league and third best if you're going to call the KHL the best or second best. I mean, you're doing just fine in terms of life. It's just like, oh, Cal Pickard. He's a waiver claim goalie. That's what he is. When you need a goalie, I bet you you can find Cal Pickard on waivers. Hello from Sweden again. Finally a JVR goal. Red Wings, uh, crappy team, but still a nice W. You think JVR going to get promoted maybe now to third or second line? I, I wonder that. I'm uh, contemplating it. I would be, especially with back-to-back games, you just won. Uh, I wouldn't mix it up. I would um, have a practice where you can kind of fit them in somewhere first. Obviously, they're not going to practice between now and their game at 3 o'clock tomorrow. They, they also have to travel to Montreal. So I wouldn't be crazy about mixing things up. Um, maybe, you know, Myers comes back in the lineup or something like that, but... That fourth line isn't playing poorly. I don't hate it. Obviously, I want JVR to um, get more scoring opportunities, but I think he'll get them on the power play. So uh, this is fine for now. Like, uh, start December fresh if we want to give JVR. uh, When's their first game in December? How many days off do they have? Let's give it a look. So they play tomorrow, 30th, and then December they don't play again until uh, December third, so they have Sunday and Monday off. So that seems like a good spot to get some uh, to get some practice time in and get JVR uh, acquainted with some new line mates. I would think, based on their record and a tough November schedule, how confident are you in this team? I am very confident in this team. Like I said, I think they're playing the best they've played as a team. All four lines, three D pairs, goaltenders in a long time. I think the coach has a lot to do with that. I think, uh, you know, the veterans they brought in, Hayes, Niskin, and Braun have a lot to do with that. The maturity of uh, the young guys. The the young guys are stepping in, playing key roles. They're being counted on on a nightly basis, and they're delivering. I just think this is, this is it. This is the team becoming what it's supposed to become finally. Again, like, do I think this is a Stanley Cup contending team? Um no, even though everyone who makes the playoffs is a cup contender, we've learned that. You know, this is not a league where only the best team wins. In fact, the best team rarely wins. Um, it's it just that's the way it goes a lot of the time. But um, uh, I'm very excited to see where this thing goes. Hopefully they can keep it going through this whole holiday season and we can have a 
holly jolly Christmas time all together on these post games. Obviously, uh, I want our um, Festivus. I don't want to call it Festivus, but that's just what we call it. But it's on the 21st this year. Hopefully, you know, I, w- I want to get a big turnout for that Festivus party. Obviously, if the team is playing well, that's the best way to do it. And if you're interested in attending, it is Saturday, December 21st at Fieldhouse for the Flyers Senators game. It's going to be a great time. Uh, this is going to be our best party yet. If you've come to our draft parties, if you've come to our holiday parties, you know they're fun. But I'm telling you, this is going to be a good one, fam. So come on out. Uh, bigger MVP, Sean Couturier or Adam Cole? Um, I got to go with Couturier. You know, I love Adam Cole. But, hey, man, uh, there's a lot of guys in, in NXT who are awesome, too. Sean Couturier is the 1C, and there ain't no other 1C on this team. Niskanen is just so good. Yeah, I was I was optimistic about Niskanen, Ian, but um, I'd heard, you know, I'd heard what everyone said about him, especially people who watched him all the time the last couple of years. Tired, out of gas, a lot of those, and you know, sometimes guys are just hurt playing for something shorter off season, party too much because they won the cup, whatever. But a lot of people just said Niskanen looked considerably slower, just like he just had less energy last year. Haven't noticed that a bit. Maybe he's adapted his game more towards playing with what he has now compared to playing like he played when he was younger, but I don't know. All I know is I am very happy with that Niskanen trade. The orange and black floodgates opened up in the third period, and that was considering what we've seen, how they've played a bunch of close games and allowed teams to uh, and allowed teams to stay in games and you know eke out a point or even win in an overtime or a shootout. Uh, this was despite it, even though, yeah, I fully recognize that Detroit is freaking terrible. They're worse than Ottawa. They are a terrible team, and they didn't even have Mantha. Um, but shit, that hasn't mattered. And this is hockey. It's not like it's the NFL where the 0-9 team is just the absolute worst. Anyone can win every night in an 82-game season. Uh, we see that. But to come out and do what they did, especially at the very beginning of the third period, and just be like, no, we're not getting into this shit. We're not letting them hang around. We're not going to make this a game. We are clearly much better than they are. Here are a couple goals. It's over. And then they, you know, put icing on the cake through the rest of the game. Everyone is talking Coots uh, and Selkie Trophy, but when he keeps this up, shouldn't we start talking Hart Trophy talk? Yeah, uh, I don't think he's going to score, like, 80 points, though. That's a thing. Is I think you have to be a point-of-game player around there to uh, win the Hart Trophy. And when McDavid and Dreisaitl are like on pace to each blow away 130 points, it's like I, I don't know if the 70-some the point um, centerman who's awesome shutting guys down is going to win the Hart Trophy. I wish that's the way it was, but listen, the media votes on this stuff. The media doesn't have time to watch every single player in every single game, so they're going to have to lean on things like points totals, and guess what? Couturier ain't going to be there. Um, He's a hell of a player, though. Screw trophies. We get him. He's helping the Flyers win games. That's all that matters. Uh, Lindblom leading the team in goals. He's a very reliable player. Yeah, he's a guy who needed one a little bit, too. Uh, I wouldn't say Lindblom's been struggling at all, but when was the last time he put one in the net? Where you at, Oscar? This poor god of Wi-Fi killing me. At least it's strong enough to do the postgame. Uh, I've done one from here before, but I was a little concerned about it. Um, But, hey, it's working out. 
Uh, it's still slow, though. He hasn't scored since November 16th against uh, against the Islanders, so that was one, two, three, four, five games between goals. So that was one for Oscar, too, that he really needed. Um, uh, like I said, I, I wondered about his ultimate ceiling. I think he's a good player. I think he's a really good player. But to me, he was um, a third liner. You play on your second line because of how smart he is, and you have a good third liner, and you have a good second liner like a JVR maybe, who you want to play down in the lineup and try to get good matchups with. Uh, that's what I thought Limblom's ceiling was. The fact that he's playing this consistent, producing this consistently on offense is just huge. Uh, but it's nice to see him get one too. Bill, you always say, why not have four lines that can score? Maybe JVR in the fourth line isn't such a bad thing. Um, for the time being, I don't mind it. I fully expect it tomorrow, and that won't bother me. I just think... Yes, it's good to have to roll four good lines, and it's nice to have scoring threats on every line. I want my best players to get the most ice time. The guy capable of scoring 30 goals, I don't want him playing as little as a fourth liner plays. That's what it comes down to for me. Um, if I can get back to the box score, like what did he play tonight? Where are you, James? He played 12.53 tonight, and, you know, that's – and. Two minutes and 30 seconds of that is on the power play. So he's playing 10 minutes a game at even strength. I don't think that's enough. Um, I don't want him getting a ton more than that just because I think we have better options. But I will say I think JVR has had his best um, – he's the, playing the best I've seen him on his side of the red line. I think he's putting out a lot more effort and playing a lot more, uh, a lot more sound defense than he had been in years past. Pitlick came out hard again. Yeah, I good acquisition. You know, I liked Hartman. I thought that was a – I didn't really love that move in the offseason, but it, it looks like it's paying off, you know. Um, the cap didn't go up. Hartman's worth a certain, certain amount of money. Um, uh, Pitlick, as, Pitlick as his replacement, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of what I'm seeing out of him on a fourth line. Lots of energy. Gets himself in position. Doesn't always capitalize, but, hey, he's a fourth liner. Like, that's the thing. If you're just creating scoring chances, that means you aren't on defense. Most fourth line's jobs is to not get scored on and eat some minutes. So uh, it, I like what I'm seeing out of that line. Holy shit, Nitsky's after-game interview. I'll have to give it a shot. Uh, the face needs a graphic content warning. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, that's, that's cool, man. I like this guy. He's a good leader. Uh, I think he brings a lot to this team. I'm happy with him. Hart plays two out of two of three from here on out. That's 50 starts. Uh, sure. All right. Niskanen's nose is all messed up. I guess everyone's seeing Niskanen now. Bill, last season, if I missed your post game, I could listen to it. I could listen to it later, but not this year. Good news, Nick. You can find every post game on our podcast feed. That's right. As soon as we're done, I rip the audio from this and I post it to our podcast feed. So just subscribe there. It'll get delivered to you every morning. It's up about an hour after this ends. I take. I took them down. Off of uh, off the Facebook after I'm done this year, um, honestly because me and the rest of the Broad Street podcasters get paid for podcast listens, so find it on our podcast feed. Help out the whole family. What's your best guess, goalie mix? Hart plays two of every three. Uh, it depends on schedule. I mean, you know, if they're playing like they like they're playing like four games in three and a half days this week, it's nuts. Uh, you know. Uh, it depends on schedule and just how everyone's looking, but for the most part, uh, yeah, uh, when they play three games in six days, I would assume three games in five days, whatever it is, I would assume Hart plays two of those. 
third in the Eastern Conference. Is that true? Wow, good for us. Oh, that's the PK, yeah. Yeah, good game by Hart, good job by Ghost. Yeah, happy to see Ghost get back in the lineup. Uh, looked like he was taking some chances tonight. Uh, I liked what I saw for the most part. I thought he looks like he's trying to get back to his old self. I'm telling you, when his stick blew up, that was a great sign. That was Ghost's thing, man, blowing up those sticks. Even though it was super frustrating, he was playing great when that was happening. So let's see him uh, Let's see him get back to playing like that. If Patrick comes back, that's big. Uh, yeah, he'd be a nice addition. I'm just not worried about him. I'm not thinking about Nolan Patrick. He's. I'll, I'll be excited when Nolan Patrick comes back. And until then, I will continue to think that we have to move on without him because there's no end of this thing in sight. Thank God for Pickard. Am I right? Yeah, man. Slutbuster. What a game. Tom says, Tom Delaney, JVR hat trick next game, calling it now. Hey, that's, a, that's an old rival of his. You know, he spent a lot of time up in, uh, up in Toronto. So Montreal, that's a big rivalry for him, right? Best thing with Niskin in, he's allowed Provorov to regain his, regain his form from two years ago. Yeah, I think, I mean, I want to credit Prover, uh, Niskin in with a lot, and I think one of the things he was brought in to do was just be a steadying force next to Provorov and allow everyone to kind of make sure Provorov is as good as we think he is. Like, all right, there's a lot we can blame on whoever his partner was over a certain amount of time and all that, but let's just give him, let's just give him a good veteran who knows what he's doing out there and can also play. Like, that's a part of it. It's not just a smart guy. It's a guy who can play. And then let's see if he really is what we think he is. Um, you know, they gave him the contract before they saw him play with him, but I guess they were that confident, you know. How about Bill calling the JVR goal? Yeah. All the lines are rolling, and Patrick has dropped the tin advisor, so he could be getting close. Who do we drop? Could be Raffle. I don't want to take Raffle out of this lineup at all. Um, I would guess uh, Raffle, maybe Pitlick. I don't know. Um, it's, it'll be tough. I, I can't, I'm not worried about Nolan Patrick. Like I, when he's back in, that's when we'll start to think about it. He's also like going to have to play in the AHL in a conditioning stint. That's the thing. The guy had no off season. He had no training camp. He had no, uh, no start to the season. He hasn't played since the second to last game last year. I like, he's definitely not in shape enough to play in the NHL right now. So I'm not worried about Nolan Patrick for the time being. This might be a long shot theory. Do you think Ghost was healthy scratch for three games to see a small sample of how the defense could look if traded? I don't, because I don't think Elaine Vigneault is running experiments out there, and I don't think the general manager is floating the idea, like, hey, this is what you should do with your D-lines tonight. Like, I just don't think that's what's going on up there. It's Elaine Vigneault's trying to win hockey games. That's it. Really liking uh, what I've seen from Frost. He has such great hands. Looks like he's only going to get better with NHL experience. That's, I like all the young guys. I'm a fan of what they've done. I think they've done a great job evaluating talent and bringing it along. Uh, but Frost, to me, is the one who looks like he's going to be real special. Bill, you spoke at the start of the season about Stewart playing in England last year and wondered if anyone watches hockey there. They do. Some happy Thanksgiving from the UK. Love these early watchable games. Uh, thanks for hanging out, Nick. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's hockey fans everywhere. Nobody in America watches hockey either. Yet, these post games exist. It's just like, hey, man, he wasn't very good in England. Chances are, um, you know, 
he's not very good. And as it turns out, that's the case. Twitter beats say Patrick is still status quo, still not cleared for contact. Yeah, there's a lot of steps before we have to start worrying about Nolan Patrick. I want to see this kid step into the lineup. And shit, man, if he's your 4C and he's playing his game, this could be a really good team. But <laughs> like, I can't worry about him yet. Frost hits the net with every shot. Seems like he is deadly accurate shot. Yeah, I want to see him get a few more off, but that'll just come with... Uh, it's not like he doesn't get his shots. I'd just like to see him rip a few, like, uh, sometimes he's got a great release and everything. Um, I don't know, just, like, a little too long sometimes. I, I don't know. I'm very much nitpicking because the guy has been really good. I would just like to – he'll just get more and more opportunities as he learns the NHL game and just gets better and better. I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Frost. Ghost looked better this game. I guess benching him was the thing he needed. Yeah, I heard him on the radio between periods talk about, um, uh, I guess after the first, yes, he scored in the first, um, just talk about getting to hit that reset button, just going up, watching the game, uh, and just clearing his head a little bit, get, a, get back to basics, get back to being a good teammate, and letting his, uh, letting his instincts take over, play his game. Hopefully we see more of Ghost playing his game. Remember when we were all worried about Provorov, glad that is over. Hey man, he gave us reason to worry. It's not like it's not like it was unfounded worry. Uh, I, I think uh, he's definitely put it to rest uh, for now. You know, until his next turnover, obviously. But uh, I, I'm very pleased, uh, encouraged by what I've seen about Provorov. If they don't have to worry about him, that just everything else falls into place. You know, if he's just if he's what he's supposed to be, things are fine. Uh, Brian says, "I vote for the black jerseys to be the primary jerseys." I like the black. Um, I still think the 90s black are their best black jerseys. I have, uh, like, whatever it was, 07, 08, 09, whatever era that was, um, Mike Richards black jersey that I freaking love, and those things are hideous with the sleeves. Oh, my God. But I still – I like the black jerseys. But I think a lot of people don't like these black jerseys for whatever reason. A lot of people don't like the numbers. I love them. Whatever. Provorov with another 26 minutes tonight. Ghost next at 20. Oh, I didn't – we haven't looked at the uh, TOI yet for the defenseman. Let's see how it got distributed. Yeah, Provorov, 25-39, uh, almost four minutes on the power play, almost four minutes shorthanded. This dude's just a freaking beast. Yeah, here's Ghost, 1954 with uh, 220 on the power play. Uh, I'm glad they put him right back in. They're using him like they're supposed to use him. That's cool. Uh, let's see here. Braun, 1803. Uh, Sanheim, 1830. Hague, 1735. And Niskanen, 1711. Of course, Niskanen missed some time while he was getting repairs, but of course came back in to pick up a couple of... Oh, he only had two assists. All right. I thought he had three for some reason. Um, yeah, two assists for Niskanen. But yeah, so he missed that time, but he came back and was a beast. Uh Four of the six defensemen put up points tonight. Look at that. Uh, Haig with an assist, Provorov with an assist, Niskanen with two, and Ghost with the goal. So got some production out of the D as well. Voracek, three assists. What did he play tonight? 16-37. That's huge. Love being able to get a big night and not a lot of ice time out of some of the older guys. Anything else really stand out from the uh, old box score? Couturier with another goal and an assist. That's pretty much it. 1659 for Coots. It's so nice when you have that kind of start to the third period 
where you just put the other team away. It's like, all right, it's over. And then you can get ice time for the fourth line, and you can give your big guys, especially with back-to-backs tomorrow. That's huge. They play again tomorrow, and not anyone really, except for Provorov, who apparently is a machine, so it doesn't matter. Uh, But nobody really got taxed with ice time tonight. Did any forward play 20 minutes? No. And Lindblom is the only one who played 17, so that's insane. Uh, good night. Good night for the forwards. That's good coaching right there. Any chance they are showcasing Haig for a trade? I can't believe they actually will continue to switch between Ghost and Myers. Um, no, I don't think they're showcasing him um, because, like, what what is there to showcase with Robert Haig? He's just a, a, a bottom pair, stay-at-home, eh, defenseman. You need seven. Robert Haig is a nice seventh defenseman. I think eventually he just goes back to getting scratched all the time. They're winning, and he isn't playing poorly right now, so they're keeping him in the lineup. Again, like, they're using the guy so little. Uh, He got a decent amount of ice time tonight because they're ahead in the third, and Niskanen misses, uh, you know, some shifts while they're um, patching his face back together. But he's very clearly the sixth defenseman when he is in the lineup. I mean, before tonight – yeah, the Blue Jackets game, 14:33. Vancouver, 15:09. Uh, Calgary, 11:56. Carolina, 8:58. Uh, the Islanders, all the way back on November 16th, 15:17. So uh, he played the most he's played tonight in five games. Uh, good for him. Uh, he's definitely played better than he played at any point last season. I'll give Haig that. But what is there to showcase? Haig is exactly what his box score read. Just a, another guy out there. He isn't hurting him right now, and that's fine. But, like, what what would they be showcasing him for? And it's not the coach's job to showcase anybody. The coach is going to play the players that give him the best chance to win or lose. Because if you don't win a bunch of games, you get fired. Would love to see a throwback to the black jerseys from the late 90s, early 2000s. I love those, man. I, that's, I mean, I talk about I had the Chris Gratton 55. Of course, you know, I dropped my phone. All right, there we go. Uh, You know, he changed his number to 77 the next season, and before too long he was traded back to the Lightning, but I loved that jersey, still do. Hart is going to continue getting better and better, sure. I mean, I know we've put all our hopes and dreams on this kid, but remember he's only 21 and, like, just 21, you know? Um, he's He's the franchise goalie. We won't, we might not know how good he really is for a few years, but if he's... Just this good now, just this good is pretty damn good. He's still going to have his bumps. He's still going to have some bad starts. He's going to get pulled again. Like, it's going to happen. But I think he's shown that on most nights, he is a damn good goaltender. Did I spy with my little eye a turkey gritty? I didn't see it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Bill Clement over Jones? Oh, I got to disagree with you there. I like like Bill. I like... uh, if they could go with a three-man booth, I think that'd be great. I don't dislike Bill. I honestly like Bill during national games more, if that sounds crazy. Uh, but I, I, you won't find a bigger fan of Jonesy than me. Why play Ghost and sit Myers? I love Myers' game. Why not sit someone else like Braun? Because they're not going to sit the vets. Uh, Vino's talked about money in the bank, and Ghost and Myers play a more similar game. Braun is there to help kill penalties. That's like his specialty. 
they're not going to take him out of the lineup to get somebody else in. That's just not what they're going to do. It's not what any coach in the league would do. Um, I, I I don't like sitting Myers. I think it's I think it's a bad call, but it's it's like one game. You know, I'm not getting crazy about the bottom of the lineup one game decisions when it's clear like, hey, they got Ghost back in and he scored. That's cool. This is good for Ghost. Now they can bring Myers back in. Myers hasn't proven a damn thing in this league. He can sit once every couple of games. Like, it's not like he's sitting all the time. The world won't end. If Ghost can keep this up for a streak, I'd like to see him get some time with Provorov so maybe Niskanen can get Sandheim going. Sandheim needs, needs a partner who can drive play with him. Yeah, man, I thought Sandheim and Myers were starting to really come uh, come together, and then, you know, some other things got mixed up. So that that pair gets broken up. But um, I wouldn't mind uh, Sandheim and Myers. Uh, or, excuse me, Sandheim and, um, Sandheim and Niskanen. I think they do need to just mix the pairings up a little bit more um, because I want to shelter Braun at 5-on-5 and have him – you know, obviously want him for the penalty kills, but I recognize he's not that great of a five-on-five player. He doesn't help you uh, drive play that much. He is where offense goes to die uh, quite often, Uh, but I think he's really effective on the penalty kill. And what has been the worst part of all the shit that has gone wrong with this team since Haxtell really... Yeah, since Haxtell. (laughs) Let's just say that. The penalty kill has been the most consistently bad aspect of this team. Um, you know, the goaltending's been not great, but there have been points where it's been fine. Uh, there have been a few different aspects of the teams that have gone up and down, but the penalty kill has been consistently bad, and if Braun is helping them kill penalties, that's all he needs to do for me. Um, I don't remember what the point of this was. Oh, yeah, Niskanen uh, with Sandheim, so you can get Ghost with Provorov. You need to get Ghost going. If Ghost starts to look like the Gostas Bear from, you know, two years ago, then that's awesome. We can put him with Provorov. Right now, I don't love it just because shit has been going bad for Ghost. But he's definitely looking like he could turn it around. Um, tonight was a good first step. I would like to see them mix up the pairs so they can get Provorov off the ice more. Again, it looks like he can handle it. He's a fucking machine. But 25 minutes is just too much in November. Like, I just think it's bad. But Charlie made a good point. Like, this is a great learning year for everybody. Let's see if Provorov can handle all this ice time. And if he's worn down at the end of April, well, guess what? That means you made it to the second round of the playoffs. That's really good. Uh, so let, let's let's find out if he can handle it or not. This is a great year to find that out. So I agree with Charlie on that. Did Sanheim come back after taking a puck off the chin? He did. Uh, a couple of shifts later, I saw him on the ice, and I remember pointing out, like, oh, good, cool. Bill, does Ghost stay in the lineup? I would think so. I can't imagine you bring him back just to take him out again. That that kind of stops. That would, for a guy struggling with confidence issues, I can't imagine that would be the way to handle it. Like, oh, yeah, you played, you know, nice game, Ghost. You got the goal. Looked like you, you definitely uh, worked on some things that we wanted you to work on. Yeah, back upstairs, you bum. I can't imagine that would be very good for his confidence. And he's one of their six best defensemen. So he just has to play like it. And he did tonight. Hopefully that keeps up. When Niskanen rubs you out, he does it with authority. Bill Clement, 2019. Yeah, I mean, Bill's hilarious. I love him. I, he's just I, – I, it's not, look, man, come on. Look at my face. I don't 
I obviously like Bill Clement. I just prefer Keith Jones. Showcasing Robert Hay. It's like showcasing a Pinto. Yeah, like, don't look under the hood, please. <laughs> you know? Haig is a seven is just fine with me. Yeah. Like, that's, a, like, Charlie, we talked about this on the on a, on the show on, when did we record this week? We recorded Wednesday, I think, right? No, Tuesday, because Wednesday they played, it was the night before Thanksgiving, all that shit. So I, we talked about this on Tuesday. And Charlie was like, I mean, ideally you'd have a better seventh defenseman. Like, most teams don't have four good defensemen that, like, you want to play every single night. Robert Haig, given his experience, given that he's decent enough, he's young, he can skate, he's as good as you're going to get out of a seven, unless you're willing to, like, have a good prospect, not play all the time, and you just work him in every now and then. Like, if you're willing to do that with a young kid and potentially stunt his development, okay. But other than that, Haig's as good as you can do for a seventh defenseman. Let's just run seven D-men, three pairs, and Profi by himself. I believe he can do it. That's how that's, – that's when they move Gostas Bear to forward. I actually heard on the broadcast today that they've toyed with the idea of playing Gostas Bear at forward when they dress seven defensemen. All right. Um, just in that situation, if there are seven defensemen dressed, then I don't dislike it. I mean, I still don't think it's uh, – I just think his game's all about time and space and having to play in front of him and moving to forward, like, all of a sudden that's negated. But whatever. Elaine Vigneault knows more about hockey than me. Um, I, won't, I won't concede that with Dave Haxtell. I won't. He can run all the X's and O's and have all the experience in the world. If he thinks Yuri Laterra is better than Oscar Lindblom, then he knows less about hockey than me. Plain and simple. I, you know, but I'll give it to Vigneault. Clearly, a couple President's Trophies, a couple Stanley Cup final appearances. He knows what he's doing. Um, if they if they dress seven defensemen and use Ghost as a forward some of that game, okay. And on the radio broadcast today, they said they've actually toyed with the idea. So what do I know, I guess? This is Meyer's first full year. A little rest could help him from hitting the wall later. That's true as well. He's never had to deal with this kind of grind before. Uh, the NHL is just a different animal. Um, I wouldn't say uh, I love bringing him out of the lineup, but again, if you're going to try to work Hagen and you want to reward guys, I, I don't know exactly what Vigneault's formula is, but I'm not going to knock it until they start losing. By the way, love having depth issue problem for the first time in a long time. Currently, it's the 7D. Next month, hopefully, Patrick is back, and we are asking what forward doesn't play. Yeah, man, uh, this is what they built. They finally built a team. It's I can take Patrick out of it because Frost and Patrick, they're filling the same role. So, um, actually, Frost is playing higher in the lineup than Patrick probably would be. But um, So, that's your you actually have that depth there. Obviously, you don't have Frost to bring up now like you would if Patrick was in, but um, <clears throat> that's what they finally, they wanted to be able to roll four lines and have this sort of depth, and it's finally paying off. It's looking good right now. Bill Clement calls games like a fan. I love it. I like Bill. He's fun. Great voice. That's, to me, the most important thing is a guy's voice, uh, and his is great. Um, I just, I, Jonesy's awesome. Dave saw the power, star power of Van Develde before we all did. Yeah, that fucking guy. Oh, my God. Can you smell the roast pork sandwich from there? Damn, Tom, that's a good idea. On my way home tomorrow, there is a really good chance I stop at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. 
Uh, let's see here. The Flyers. Oh, I can't tomorrow. I got the – damn it. Oh, well, that doesn't mean none of you shouldn't. Uh, all of you should check out Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern whenever you get the chance. Uh, it's just, it's my favorite bar at the entire Jersey Shore. It's one of my favorite places in the world to watch a Flyers game or any game. The roast pork sandwich, uh, like like you just said there, I lost you already. Uh, Tom, like Tom just said, the roast pork sandwich is awesome. Great beer selection. They always have sports on any time of day. There's sports. I it was like the middle of the summer. Baseball had ended, and I looked up, and there was some sort of fucking horse race on. I was like, "What? How? What is going on? Who is racing horses right now?" But there it is. Great place to watch any freaking event that you want. Uh, they got a Bernie Perrant jersey. Come on, look at my T-shirt. How do you not love a place that has a Bernie Perrant jersey up on the wall? Uh, can't put it over enough. The whole staff is awesome, but it starts with Timmy Fitz. Always there, making sure that food is hot and that beer is cold. Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, best bar at the whole Jersey Shore to watch a Flyers game. If the Flyers win a cup in the next three years, do you give Hextall a ring? I always hate giving guys I, – I, I always hate giving the rings to the guys who aren't I, – I, that's always dumb to me. I'm like, you weren't there. Sorry, you didn't, you didn't get it. Send me one. I've been a fan for 30 years. I don't get a ring? What the fuck? Hextall gets one? He's rich. He can buy one if he wants it. Gary Thorne and Bill Clement were the best NHL broadcasting team ever. I can't argue it. Can't argue it. Philpola sucks again after decent years for the Isles. Yeah, Barry Trotz might just be like a wizard. Who, who the fuck knows? I, maybe he's just the greatest coach of all time. I don't know. Because Philpola was fucking terrible here. He was so bad. Lawton looks good lately. Lawton is the ideal fourth liner, man. Just the energy he brings. He can put the puck in the net from time to time. Uh, just a good two-way player. I like Scott Lawton a lot. I've said, it, it might only be 10 minutes a game, but Lawton can always play for my team. That's, that's what I think of Scott Lawton. He's always got a spot. Uh, that dude works his ass off, uh, brings great energy. Everything I've heard, he's a hell of a teammate. Um, uh, I got nothing but respect for Scott Lawton. Glad he's back. Glad he's got a couple goals. Um, happy for him. They didn't get it done when they were with the team, so no ring. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, I think it's dumb. I, like, you win or you don't. You don't get a ring for, oh, you, you should have been here. Like, no, I'm sorry. Like, 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 imagine Kevin Hayes scores the winning goal, and it's like, oh, yeah, well, uh, we're going to send Hextall a ring. It's like, he never would have done that. He never would have done such a thing. Ugh. Trots would look hilarious in a star and moon wizard robe. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right, guys, I think we are. Uh, I think we're winding down here. I'm just going to give it a couple more minutes. Maybe get a couple more comments in. Just want to thank you all for hanging out. It's a uh, it's a Friday night. I know you all got something to be doing, but hey, these post games are event viewing, especially when I'm on location with uh, beautiful Bayside Atlantic City behind me. Uh, no, I can't knock Borgata. I, uh, I stay here every Friday, and the amenities are usually pretty great. Uh, it's a good, nice little place, but um, food is nowhere near as good as Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. I'll tell you that. Need to bring back Coatsy's Corner. I think they should make Coatsy's Corner national, replace Coach's Corner, personally. All right, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you all for hanging out. Thanks for joining me. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Just search. Broad Street Hockey, wherever there are podcasts, and you will get these post games delivered to you 
every time I publish one, which is after every game, not to mention the flagship show, BSH Radio, that we record usually on Wednesdays. You get Fly Purbly, you get Checking Out the Competition, you get BSH Brief, uh, so much content. I don't even know the name of it all, quite honestly. I just know it's a shit ton of content every time I open the app. It's like, you haven't downloaded the most recent episode. Do you want to keep downloading? Like, I listened yesterday, and there's like three new episodes, so... It's, uh, it's crazy for the money, uh, which is $0. That's right. It's free. Of course it's free. It's a podcast. <laughs> anyway, thanks for all uh, being here. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Hope you get those tickets with no fees. Have a great week, everybody.